Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geek of Podcast. <laughs> that was for the new year. Welcome on 2021, the first podcast, first, first Speaker Geek of Podcast of uh, 2021. And yes, uh, yeah, man, we about to have some fun. So once again, I'm here with my partners, man. My player partners, man. My brothers from another mother. All of us got different mothers, but we brothers. Yeah. <laughs> My dogs, G and Tommy T. Tommy yeah, T in the man. building. Hey, what's up, today, twenty twenty one. Absolutely, oh, man. <laughs> excited. <laughs> so exciting. And today uh-huh. we got a special episode for you. Uh, just in case you missed last week's episode, go back check out last week's episode. Yes, it sir. was the awards. And it was a great one. So go back, check those out, and then yeah, come. Yeah. And then, well, after you finish this one, because for this one, we are focusing all on Drake. And the big question that was uh, raised by Charlemagne the God, per the Source magazine, at least that's where I first saw it, uh, that pretty much Charlemagne is thinking that Drake's time, well, his era is over. So this is what we're going to be focusing on today, as well as we got some news. We got what's in your speakers, because I know y'all love what's in your speakers. And uh, man, we're about to have some fun. So without further ado, please like, subscribe, share, comment, listen. Go subscribe to the channel too. Yeah. I don't know if you said that. No, I didn't get that part yet. But most importantly, subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Yes. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the bell. <laughs> and y'all can find us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there. And then you can Google us. We are on all. Google me. Oh. <laughs> Google me, baby. Oh. Major podcast platforms. So, oh, man, yeah, man. Without funny. further ado, let's go. Let's, let's do go. It, man. How y'all weeks been, man? Man. It's been Pretty a week, good. man. Pretty good. Good. Yeah, it's definitely like been a week. It's the beginning of the week, kind of. So, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. like it's the beginning of the week. So. I always, I always think about that too, man. I'll be like, last week was a week, but today is a new week. This is fast. So it's it's already been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Breathe some positivity, and everybody that brought their negativity from 2020 over into 2021, man. Aren't y'all glad 2020 is over? Man, what a yeah. shot of a day. <laughs> Bro, it's, Even it's though, quite you know, a year. It has yeah. been. It was a was a year, man. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to what's what's to come in this year. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. I am. This is the man. first year where I've actually looked at the year, like from the top of the year and said, you know what? <laughs> Let's see what's gonna happen. Like <laughs> <laughs> normally, I don't even really be thinking about it like that. I just yeah. be like, "All right, it's a new year, whatever." But this year, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Last year was so eventful. Let's see what's going to happen this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like normally, I'd be like, "Man, it's it's just a new number. It's just another yeah. day." But yeah. yeah, after last year, it really doesn't make you appreciate like the year. Like, like right. okay, <laughs> if you you wanted to get to me before, you definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got my attention. Now. <laughs> yeah, I am focused. So, man, absolutely, man. I always tell, like, I talk to my wife about like just being prepared for for things. You know, uh, preparation is a is a big one that we 
are working on this year. So, um, you know, hey. it just it's, it's certain things I always do at the beginning of the year. And this year is no different for me, you know, just preparing and discipline. It's the, it's the two major things for me this year. So I'm definitely looking forward to those things and a, and a changed mindset. So um, I was able to accomplish a lot of things in 2020, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, mm. I hate that we had to go through um, COVID and, and still going through it. But hopefully we can get past that pretty soon with uh, the new leadership and people actually taking it serious. So (laughs) that's the, that's the first step I feel like that's crazy. The fact that we're like the first step to overcoming COVID is people actually taking it serious. Yep. Like that's the dumbest (laughs) thing in the world that people like people all across the world has caught this thing. And a lot of people have died and some people are still saying it's a hoax. What kind of backwards mess is that? I thought we was past that hoax shit. I ain't no, know people still doing that. No, people think people still think it's a hoax. Man, okay. What what they what's the saying? People don't believe shit me greasy shit. Uh, fat me people greasy, don't fat me greasy. Fat me greasy. Yeah. <laughs> made some new made shit. Made some shit up, man. Shout out to Coach High. <laughs> Coach High. If y'all right. know who Coach High is, he coached at Brandon High School. And he used to always say, Legend. y'all don't believe Fat Me Greasy. Legend. At least, at least that's what all the sports, all the, all the players said. I was off doing other stuff. But whatever they said, and it stuck with me. So, yeah. mm-hmm. they named the that's gym too, funny. too. But, yeah, man. So, man, without further ado, gee, yeah. the hugs, man. Man, all right, we're going to get right up in here to uh, what's get on in your speakers for the week, mm-hmm. man. Uh, What's been in your speakers for the week? I done, I done learned some shit. Um, when you want to go on Apple Music and look at what you've been listening to, you can just go to like the little list and then just go back. <laughs> just start <laughs> scrolling back up to what you just recently played. So uh, I haven't listened to like any new albums this past week. Uh, and just in case I didn't know, I'm jumping in and going first. But yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen any new albums. <laughs> <laughs> this week, but I did listen to some songs. I listened to a couple songs from King Von. Um, I got a chance to listen to uh, my cousin, actually, my cousin Diamond. Shout out to Diamond. She told me to listen to uh, 3 a.m. It's a song he got called 3 a.m. I really like that joint. Um, it's off of his album, uh, LaVon James, <clears throat> or maybe that's a mixtape. But then he also got the album, uh, the one that came out at the top or earlier this year that was uh, called Welcome to Oblock. Um, yeah. I heard a couple songs from that. So I heard Armed and Dangerous, GTA, Demon. Um, then I listened to uh, one of this artist that I had discovered a while back. And I don't know if y'all have ever experienced the phenomenon where you find an artist and you find like maybe one or two songs. You're like, man, shit good, man, shit good. And then you keep digging deep and like all the songs sound totally different than what yeah. you heard from them first couple songs. And so yeah. you'd be like, Feeling like you got hit with the okie doke and shit. <laughs> but anyways, the lady's name is uh, Andrea Triana. She's a British uh, black lady. And she's got an album. It's called, uh, what is it called? Lost Where I Belong. That's something that you can check out, especially the, the title track, Lost Where I Belong. That's, that's my favorite one from her. Um, if you check that out, I'm pretty sure you'll like that. Um, then you got uh, from a, Duo from Memphis that I know, Hippie Soul. They got a song called City of the Dead. Check that out. 
Um, I listened to Do Your Thing. That's a PSC. So Pimp Squad Click featuring yeah. Young Dro. Yeah, you had to take it back right quick. I used to listen to that when I was playing uh, Need for Speed most wanted <laughs> that she used to come on. <laughs> and I used to be riding to that. Uh, then I listened to uh, You Know What's Up, Donnell Jones. Um, and then I had never heard this song, but it's a song from Missy Elliott called Takeaway featuring uh, Genuine. Mm. And that song, as soon as it came on, I was like, hold on, bro, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> now you be driving. Like, I was coming back from Kroger, I think. And it was night and I was uh I was driving and I just had my shuffle on or whatever or my like instantly G radio or whatever the hell. And that mm-hmm. junk came on and I was like, hold up. Turn this shit. Name up. What is this? It's called uh Takeaway. Takeaway. <laughs> and it's from her album, uh Miss E. So uh like M I S S. Yeah. And then like the letter E. And then the only other thing I listened to was uh my homie Jay Discreet, uh from Mississippi. He got a new album called, uh, what's the name of this album? In Plain Sight. And so I started listening to that this week. I'm going to have to send that to y'all, like, yeah. specifically, so y'all can check that out, because that's somebody we might be able to get on the show later if we if y'all vibe sure. with the stuff that he got. For sure. Um, but that's pretty much it. That rounds out my week. That's what I've been listening to. That's what's been in my speakers over here in good old Texas. So we're going to yeah, throw it back over there to Tennessee. To let Steve O. Steve jump in this mug and tell us what he been on this week. All right, man. man I'm gonna have to right, type this so. shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, open up a new word document, right? <laughs> man, my week has been pretty, uh, pretty, pretty seldom, uh, pretty small actually. So, uh, went through, mm. man, checked out the tank, a gift and a cure, and. Okay. Man, I enjoyed it. I I I, I played oh, yeah. it a couple of times. I really enjoyed that. Um, man, I ain't really got a. I heard the bottom bitch record, and it was dope. Uh, I don't oh, have yeah. a top record for it yet because I enjoyed all of them. I just kept playing it over and over again. And yeah. man, I like Tink anyway. So I was happy to see a new project from her. So shouts to Tink, and I, she's still Timberland artist. I think she's still Timberland's artist. But hey, shout out to Timbo. We need more Tink stuff. I like Tink a lot. I do. Uh, after that, man, I, I went and listened to the uh, little dirt, man. I let it play out. The voice. And I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Uh, the first record, Red Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. There's a couple of records. He said some stuff. I was like, oh. I was like, oh no. I was like, come on. Come on, Dirk. Uh, come on, Dirk. You know? Um, there was a specific line when he was like, he said something and he was finished. It sounded like he was finna say Quando Rondo, mm. but he like, he was like, quit. And he was like, <laughs> just know that nigga did. I was like, whoa, oh, oh, oh. I was like, Dirk. Well, nobody in the studio to be like, Dirk, no. <laughs> uh, so we'll see where that go. But other than that, man, this is the Dirk that I've been waiting for. Uh, haven't heard this this Dirk since um, probably around his first his first couple of records because it, it seemed like he went like that. I don't want to say pop rap pop route, but it just seemed like he was just trying to make you know trying to make those singles kind of like French Montana when he was mm-hmm. making all them. You know, he yeah. just makes you know. I mean, maybe his song, but you know, it's just yeah. like I, that ain't the one that just I like. Comes out with a song, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I really really enjoyed. Um, 
I really enjoyed that Dirk. So shout out to Dirk for that. Uh, after that, man, I went back to my homeboy, Freda Dunn from Chattanooga, Tennessee to October. Uh, just listen to him. And then, man, I actually got into some, uh, I was watching the movie Soul with the, uh, with the kids and good, good watched movie. it. Yeah. Man, I done watched it three times Bruh. within a week. Very crazy. thought provoking. Very, hey, hey, <laughs> if you ain't seen that movie, go see it and then do what it says to do. Um, <laughs> right. But after that, man, I got on, I found an essential smooth jazz playlist on uh, Apple Music. Uh, it's called Smooth Jazz Essentials. Uh, I'm sure that y'all can find it too. It's on Apple Music. And I just let it play. I just let it play. Because uh, it seemed like my daughter kind of digs jazz a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm going to start doing is playing more around here. Because when the movie comes on, she just stops and she listens. And so I played it one morning coming into a room and she just kind of I don't know. She just kind of en- enjoyed it. She, she's, I don't know. She just seemed like she enjoyed it. Um, from there, honestly, there ain't too much after that. <laughs> uh, from there, it was just, I listened to Pandora on my way uh, to Chattanooga today and back. Had some business to do down there. And uh, man, I just put on Currency on Spotify radio. Bro, like every two songs was a Currency song. I was thoroughly enjoyed. So <laughs> good job by Pandora. Cause other than that, I hate Pandora, but I like Pandora today. So yeah. Yeah. Plus I had my wife's phone and she doesn't yeah. have Apple music. So I was oh, out in the cold, wow. but nevertheless, yeah. Yeah. My, my week's kind of, it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's smaller than usual. I know. I know. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Mike. But it's I got that bit, Xbox series. X. Less than we expected. Yeah, I got the Xbox Series X, so I was I was playing the game. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, y'all want to hear a story about how I got it? How did you get it, Steve? Hey, somebody had two, and they returned it. And I walked in GameStop at the same, at the almost identical time as them walking out. Mm. And it was just sitting on the counter. They hadn't even put the stick on it yet. Damn. Oh, man. And I was like, is that an Xbox Series X? Well, actually, I said, is that a Series X? And she looked at me and she said, yes, it is. And I can sell it to you. <laughs> Long story short, my wife was supposed to give me one for Christmas. She was like, she gave up because she couldn't find any more. Yeah. And just so happened that day, I was, able to, I was able to find one. So she came in. We got it. So I, I've been playing the game a little bit. <laughs> it was meant to be, man. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, that, that was my week. I have more for y'all next week. But enjoy what I, what I threw out there. Uh, definitely check out Pandora uh, for your currency news. Make sure you uh, check out that Smooth Jazz Essentials as well. Absolutely, man. Put some different stuff in your life. Like what? Stay tuned for next week when uh, Steve returns. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm just firing off more. (laughs) more. (laughs) Come back with 30 projects. Be like, Uh, bro. <laughs> just cut it out. Just, just stop, bro. Just, just yeah, it's truly possible. I'm coming I'm back. Put up a little card, and it's gonna be like, bro, wrap it up. <laughs> right. I'm trying to get my title back right now. Hey. Oh so, man. Nice. So let's go from Tennessee, and uh, what interstate is that that we would take? Seventy five. Atlanta. So we're gonna go right down seventy five. Yeah. Well, seventy five ain't in Nashville, is it? It's twenty four. It, you gotta go twenty four to seventy five. Yeah. 24, go down to 75. Yeah, because you gotta go east, west, yeah. and go north, south. Yeah, yeah, so go down to 75, and then we're gonna ride down to the A. We're gonna yeah. see what's been going on with Tommy. Yeah, it ain't been much my way, man. Like, 
New Year's happened, yeah, and yeah. then like work. So <laughs> I ain't been doing nothing but watching movies, man. Um, D Smoke, Black Habits. Black I, I started listening to that because he came out with a new song um, called OK. And um, that song's dope. I think I think D Smoke is is one dope rapper artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The fact that he can like one of the most impressive things about D Smoke is the fact that he mixes Spanish mm-hmm. into his raps and Yo. don't miss a beat. That is the dopest, bro. It's the hardest the, thing ever. Is it, and the way he does it, it doesn't like mix in and sound difficult, right? It mixes in and it sounds so smooth and just yeah. so fluent that you're like, and it goes with what he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. You know, like uh, when he was on the show, they would show what he's saying mm-hmm. and uh, it would be related to what, what the rap was about. So I think that's like, that's talent right there. Yeah, It's just not somebody being able to actually rap, which takes talent but actually rap in English and then switch at a drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, that young man is talented. Um, Big Crit came out with a song called Spaceships. Check that out. Um, and man, 2 Chains. Listen to a little 2 Chains. Listen to um, J-Rock win. Um, that used to be my motherfucking song. That, man, that is a motivator. That is a motivator, man. Um, That'd be so hard. T Pain, I can't believe it. Um, Let me see, what else was it? I started listening to Kendrick Lamar briefly um, because of these, you know, I was listening to D Smoke and I was like, damn, they sound the same to me. Yep. But um, two totally different rappers, Um, great rappers, too. Um, And also, Steve put me on this guy that Ooh. I've seen before, Ooh. Ooh. heard his Ooh. music, but um, like never paid attention to it. And then he put a he put a song in the Slack. I'm trying to get the name right so I don't mess it up. Moray, Mori. Mm-hmm. That's how you say his name. I think it's Murray. Murray. Right. Yeah, I think it's Murray. M O R R A Y. I don't know yeah. how you say his name. Quicksand. Yo, this guy here, um, he might be next, bro. <laughs> like, dude, nice. Yo, I didn't just listen to Quicksand. He got a couple of other songs on YouTube that mm-hmm. I was checking out. Um, he's real nice. I like I like the way he he crafts his stories. You know, um, it helps to have a visual to go along with it. But he's mixing that singing and uh, um, rapping. At the same time, um, so yeah, if you haven't checked him out, check him out. Um, dope artist, <laughs> and it's 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 dope, man. It's funny that that Steve brought him up because I think we was talking about the Drake and the end of the era, and then you brought him up, and then we started a whole nother conversation about stuff. So when I went to go check him out, I was like, okay, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> so shout out to Steve, man, putting me on somebody that's dope again. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, Steve sent the Uncle Murder wrap up. Yeah, I didn't know if you guys got a chance to to finish it. 
Um, I, yeah, I definitely did. But yeah, like, yeah, I checked that one out too, man. That done dope. So that's pretty much my week, man. No new books. I'm uh trying to figure out my mm. audio books this week too, or for next week. So um, I might have some audio books in there next week. I don't have an audio book, but Allison got a new book over the holiday from uh, one of her supervisors at work. And it's called, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like uh, Black Dignity in White Spaces or something like that. Yeah, I got to I gotta find the actual title so I can do it justice. Yeah. It's a good book, though, because like I said, I ain't got an audio book, but we've been sitting down and kind of reading it together. So she'll kind of read it out loud and then we'll discuss whatever chapter we just finished reading, yeah. which is a good practice. Like, do that's that joke. That is, that like, is that. cute, man. I'm glad yeah. that y'all do that, man. It's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. It's a good way to uh, maintain the spark. You know what I'm saying? Keep it, keep love yeah. alive. All of that. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, the, the book is, is really good. Bro. Yeah. It's really good. And I'm, it made me want to like sit down and read some more books now. Yeah. I'm like, shit, bro. I, I remember this feeling of like, oh man, I'm just soaking in. Mm-hmm. people's experiences and people's uh knowledge and and i haven't done that in a long time and i really feel like i best like so yeah yeah um, yeah get us get us the title of that book man you know i'm gonna try Definitely. to start a book club to, some yeah. at some point you remember i was trying to start a book club <laughs> yeah and then you never read the that's, book that's <laughs> that's I think, didn't uh, read nothing nothing not it i went and got the books but never read them. So um, I'm catching up. I'm proud of myself too, man. I read a few. Hey, hey a few Allison books is last the year. fucking greatest because she instantly sent me a, a a text message with a picture of the book. It's called Black say. Dignity in a World <laughs> Made for Whiteness. Yeah, these motherfucking walls are very thin. She can man, shout out to Thank Allison. Thank you, Allison. I love you. <laughs> hey, and, and, and what so, is yeah, you kind like, of actually it's called I'm Still Here? And then oh. it's called Black Dignity in a World. World made for whiteness. Gotcha. For I like whiteness. that title. And, and and since we're bringing yeah, up books yeah. and book clubs, I, I gotta bring up my dog, uh, Mark Fairbanks, Money Mark. He's been a, he's family to the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's doing. I don't know if it's a book club, but he posted on Facebook. He's starting a new book. Uh, I think it was this past Sunday. Uh, anyone interested in reading it with him? Uh, tap in. So basically, the book is called Power Versus Force uh, by Dr. Uh, Dave R. Hawkins. I don't have the book yet, but just because he's reading it, I'm going to go pick it up. So that's another book suggestion. Uh, and if you want to read it along with him, go catch him on social media. So you got three books, three books for, for, yeah. from all of us. So go pick up one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Look at that. But that's it, man. That's uh, That's going to be my week, man. All righty then. Bet. Well, that sounds like that's going to wrap up what's been in your speakers for this week. Let's move on to the news, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, First things first, man. I just want to say happy Easter day. No. Nah, um, what happened with between Eminem and Snoop, man? Have y'all, have y'all seen this? Like, I know no, it's something where they said Eminem said something about like Snoop. He, he said oh. something about Snoop. I can't remember what it was. But um, Snoop responded. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Snoop responded to it. Um, and I did. I mean, and I think 
Uh, uh, M's responded back to him, but Snoop Dogg barks back at Eminem after being targeted on new album. And as far as squashing beef, I'm used to people knocking me, but just not in my camp. I'm diplomatic because I'm trying to be last thing I need is Snoop dogging me. Man, dog, you was like a damn god to me. No, not really. I had dog backwards. Hmm. That's what that's what M said about Snoop on the um on the new album. On the new album. I'm trying to see mm-hmm. what Snoop said back. It was on the Zeus track or Zeus mm-hmm. track. Um damn, I didn't know he talked about Takashi 69. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Dang. Uh I got something up here from TMZ. Snoop Dogg to Eminem. Soft ass shit. <laughs> uh, that was that's the uh shoot, that's the that's the uh thumb clip of it. Uh Snoop Dogg is finally speaking out after being dissed by Eminem on a new song. This after Snoop. This is after Snoop kind of did Shady himself. And it sounds like a good old fashioned hip hop beef is cooking. Uh, the doll father left a telling comment on an Eminem fan page IG post, which laid out clips of Marshall recently explaining why he called out Snoop by name on his new track, Zeus, which was uh, released earlier this month as part of his music to murder by uh, Deluxe album. Um, Eminem said so. Was Snoop Dogg being disrespectful when he said he could live without Eminem's music? Um, and it looked like Snoop commented down below and said, pray I don't answer that soft-ass shit. Uh, so, interesting. Eminem mm-hmm. explains why he did Snoop. So, so it looked like it stemmed off from, let me see. Now we can't. I think it has stemmed from uh, somewhere before that Snoop saying something about not him not being like top 10 or top five or something. That's where that's where it stemmed from. I was just reading it um, from the additionally after Snoop paid a visit to the Breakfast Club. Breakfast. I don't know why I can't say breakfast right. (laughs) Where he explained his reasoning for leaving M off the list. Um, Snoop said Eminem, the great white hope. White rappers had zero respect in rap. Dr. Dre has probably put Eminem in the position that he would be considered one of the top 10 rappers ever. I don't think so. But the game thinks that he's in the top 10 lyricist and everything that comes with it. That's just because he's with Dr. Dre, Snoop said. There's some nigga in the 80s that he couldn't fuck with. Snoop continued like Rakim, like Big Daddy Kane, like KRS-One, like LL Cool J, like Ice Cube. Um, that's what he said on the Breakfast Club. I don't like <laughs> what y'all think, man. What y'all think about Eminem as a lyricist and his place in hip hop for today? You know what, man? I hate to say it. I hate to say what I'm about to say. I'm gonna answer your question, but yeah, I just hate to say what I I'm about to say now. <laughs> You ever see somebody get old and just start vomiting at the mouth? Yeah. Man, I love Snoop, but right now, like, I'm kind of like, uh, like, why why are we even having this discussion about him? Like, at all. 
you know, like you could have just named your top 10 and and not specifically said anything about them, you know? Yeah. Because that normally seems like that would be the Snoop approach. Snoop would just be like, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, I got my top and, you know, uh, got much respect for him, but that's it. But now it's like, why we got to go this far? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Like what's going on here? <laughs> um, but as as far as as far as him and his lyricism, I mean, look, I get it. He's he's the white boy in hip hop who took off, and it, a lot of people saying that he's the you know, if not the greatest, definitely one of. And I mean, at some point, it's like. He, just leave it at that. Like a lot of people love him. He did a great job. He still, you know, he came along. He broke through. Yeah. Like just, just let it, let it be. I don't, I don't see why it, it looks like. For some reason, it looked like it bothered Snoop for some reason. Yeah, that you bringing up that, you know, uh, that M made it through. You know, yeah. I get it. Like hip hop is normally, you know, what I'm saying a a, a a black genre, but. Man, just you know, M did it. M did his thing. Like we can't discredit anything he did. Cause, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Everybody Snoop name, I only think <laughs> M, if M really wanted to rip their ass up, Ice Cube is the is like Ice, Ice Cube, Cube probably, well, and Eighties LL Cool J, bro. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like. I didn't know Ice Cube was such a lyricist. I mean, but yeah, he wrote when, all. When him. I paid attention to him, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah, uh, but so, you know, nevertheless, not to make this a contention, it shouldn't be at all. It should just yeah. be, you know, M. Hey, if M ain't in your top ten, fine. Like, yeah, we ain't got to go this deep, you know, because. It's the weirdest thing. Like, you don't think he's human and won't say nothing back to you? Now you mad because yeah. he said something back to you? Right, right, right. What do you <laughs> What do you think his, uh, his place? Because, you know, a lot of times we always put emphasis on hip-hop being only black. And um, because it's of the culture and then anybody else outside the culture is culture, uh, what is it? Culture, culture virtual, vulture. vultures, uh, and stuff like that. What's M's place? Because me personally, I believe that Eminem is a is a is a legend in hip hop. You know, um, for somebody to honestly be able to come in and learn the game and and be consistent, except that one album, man. I don't know what was going on, but he actually, you know talked about that, you know what I'm saying? And consistently has been who he is, you know, to this day. You can go back to Slim Shady and then listen to the one he just came out with and you be like, mm, lyrics from back then and lyrics from right now, it's like, this dude is dope, period. Um, somebody I think about that is is Jack Harlow, you know, white kid um, that can rap, mm-hmm. you know, simply put. Um, what do you think about like just that dynamic of white people coming into hip hop in a black culture? 
at not being a vulture um, because we know a culture vulture is somebody that just basically takes what we have, the, the culture that we have and just uses it. It's like um, somebody drinking up all your juice and not mm-hmm. replacing it. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Eminem has given back to um, hip hop and given a place for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So what 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 are your thoughts on his place in hip hop? Uh, anybody, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I figured G would want to go. Yeah, go ahead, G. <laughs> What's your thoughts, man? Um, I I don't know what to say really. Um. I agree that I I wouldn't necessarily call him a culture vulture. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that a culture vulture just like steals from it, takes it away, and then when it no longer serves them a certain way, then they can right. move on to the next thing. Um I think it's just something that he really liked to do. Yeah. And then he re- he really just liked fucking rapping. Yeah. <laughs> and it just so happens that he's he white. continues to be <laughs> successful at it. Yeah. Um because I mean there's other white rappers who rap well and continue to rap to this day, but mm-hmm. they're not as successful as he is. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He has a he's he's just a, a weird anomaly in my mm-hmm. in my brain. When I think of Eminem, I think of him as an anomaly. I think of him as like one of a kind really. Yeah. Like he he just kind of this unicorn dude that came in <laughs> kind of he did his thing and he made a big impact. And you gotta respect it and just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I I agree with Snoop. Like I wouldn't put him in my top ten because for the same reasons. <laughs> like his music doesn't age well because yeah. of his style. Like it just don't. It don't yeah. age well. Like talking about pop culture celebrities of the time never ages well. Mm-hmm. Talking about okay, pop yeah. culture of the time period, even if it's not celebrities, just doesn't age well. It's a style that's like fleeting. It's always going away. That's yeah. why. I, Lil Wayne lost his relevance over time because that's his style as well, is to mm-hmm. use references to pop culture and put them into metaphors and similes and form a punchline out of it. Yeah. Um, at, after a while, you get old and your punchlines get outdated mm-hmm. or people don't give a shit no more. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have the same punch no more. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I just I just respect what he's done. It's, it's a lot of Eminem songs that I like. And then there's a point where I just stopped listening to Eminem music because it's like, all right, I know what I'm getting from this. Yeah. And like, eventually I'll go back to it one day and be like, all right, let me check this out. But it's not something that I'm like, I gotta hear this gotta hear today. It. Gotta like, hear I gotta it. hear this <laughs> today. But that's just because he's older. And that's what yeah. happened to older artists in general. It's like, exactly. eventually you just get tired of them. You just be like, all right, I'll check him out again when I'm yeah. missing hearing this person's voice. Yeah. But which which would apply to fucking Snoop. Honestly, it's like, bro, you get old. That's what happens. <laughs> right. Like I'm I'm not jumping in my car and the first thing I'm doing is turning on Snoop every time I get in the car. But yeah. every now and then I want to hear some Snoop. So I turn on some Snoop. And so mm-hmm. that's just what it is, man. I wouldn't go as far as him. Um and and I don't know, because I also don't know if that's an insult to be like Eminem is not in my top, and then also 
I can live without Eminem music. Like, I don't think that's an insult. I, I don't. Think I don't just, think so either. That's just a. a, a it's fact. just a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's, it's only a fact. But I think <laughs> I think the insult came with the rest of what he said. Yeah, yeah. Like you could have said that. Oh, uh, with like telling about the other people from other yeah. eras that could. Like it seemed like it got personal. Like for yeah, some reason, yeah. it, it pushed his button for him to say the rest. Like he could have stopped there and was like, you know. Yeah, he's just not in my top ten. And that'd have been. Yeah, yeah. That could you know what I'm saying? Totally but then it like, seems, he ain't in my <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I think Snoop took offense to the rap, the the song, the actual song. You know what I'm saying? And because he took offense to that, it's I gotta say the rest of it. You well, know? I thought he said the rest. Oh, of he it said that beforehand. He said it before the what? before yeah. the song. Yeah, he said Eminem wasn't in his top before the song was made. That's why the song was made. Was nah, said the, he, the song was made because of the top 10 list. But then he went on The Breakfast Club like a few weeks ago, maybe last week, and said all the rest of the stuff. Like talking talking about him, the great white hope. I thought he said that beforehand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was what the basis of the song was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you were... Nah. Well, shit, that changes everything. Because <laughs> all he did was just say he... If he just listed his top 10 and Eminem wasn't in his top 10, then t- Eminem shut the fuck up. <laughs> if anybody knows how this went about, then <laughs> let, let us know. Because right now, I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> yeah, because it don't make no sense to me now. I'm yeah. like, well, scratch everything that we were saying, because I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, it, was, it was all from uh, his top 10 list. No. Yeah, so... Yeah, see, if it was just from the top 10 list and all that extra shit wasn't included, then it's yeah. like, then Eminem, I'm like, why are you addressing this? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I feel like Eminem was like wrong for addressing it, but, you yeah. know, Snoop... This ain't got shit to said. do with you. Right. Yeah, see, if that's the case, then, all right, we can flip it around. Yeah. Uh, but if that ain't the case and there was more that came with it, yeah, uh, then... Yeah. Then I, I just think it's, it's a silly, it's a silly beef. But um, I'll yeah. be honest, at the end of the day, you can't tell somebody how to react. So yeah, you can't. Yeah. Especially um, if 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 them if they were like close before and this shit caught yeah. them off guard. <laughs> we probably got this story all wrong. I don't know. We probably got this story all wrong. I don't give a damn how close they was. Cause yeah. if if Derek go on some publication and then list his top 10 and then don't say me. I'm not gonna be like you shouldn't be. I gotta diss Derek now. You shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. <laughs> like hey. I shouldn't be in this top ten. Hey. But if yeah, Derek, right. if Derek goes on some show and say Tommy T is not in not in his top ten, I'm making a diss track that night. Period. I got. I need to order <laughs> all this shit. Because <laughs> nobody, nobody I can, on the podcast believe that. Bro, I, I, I thoroughly feel like Snoop said that that, we, that it, it was like one of the coldest did, white boys in the game. At he probably one point. did. But I, and, I thought I thought they was man. They probably just doing something know. just to be doing something, man. Man, what? I ain't still need old ass niggas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm thoroughly disappointed that we wasted our time on this shit. Man, hey, man, it's, it's a great conversation. Can't get back. Hell no, nah. <laughs> it's a great conversation. I believe, man. Shoot, I like both. Hey, of what's them. next, bro? What's next? I don't know. Hey, they, they just move on. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Who did it? Um, oh, I did want to bring something back up that we was talking about uh, earlier. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if we did talk about this, but um, this vaccine, this COVID vaccine, bro. Like, I saw on like everybody's like, no, I'm not taking it. Mm-hmm. But the FDA, well, first off, UK was talking about um extending the first shot. Like, you know, it after three weeks, you got to get a second shot. Yeah. So what they were gonna do, or what they're talking about doing, is not taking the the second Hold shot up. in three weeks but allowing more people to take the first shot and waiting for the, that's one. And then the second one was the FDA in the United States was talking about half dosing the shot. So more people can take it. See, this is why niggas don't want to take the shot (laughs) because they don't know what what they're doing. What the hell, how you going to come out with a whole vaccine and don't know how to administer it? What the fuck is that? (laughs) <laughs> no bro no I don't want it I got an email the other day from my fucking district where I work for and yeah. they was talking about I'm eligible to get the vaccine I was like I don't want to hear this shit I don't yeah. want the vaccine right now Texas just opened up for anybody to take it right I Texas and Tennessee right open for anybody to take it but they said that I qualified as like a, a first responder because yeah. I'm a psychologist and shit and I was like no I don't want the vaccine right now. Like, chill out on it. Y'all don't even know how to give it yet. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out, like, my thing is I'm waiting until um, Dr. Mom in there tells us that it's okay to take it. But yeah. um, the second thing is, it's like, how you come out with this vaccine and then you want to change the rules, testing everybody. You know what I'm saying? How you just going to be like, well, maybe we could just give them half the dose and <laughs> stretch it out a little bit, man. It's like when you you're mean, at the back, your last of your soap and you put some water in it. No. <laughs> no. We're not doing that, bro. Stretch, stretch it out just a little bit. <laughs> trying to stretch it, bro. Like the uh, Cairo syrup with lean and shit. Like, nigga, no. This, this ain't that. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, though, man. Like, I, I think that's the wildest thing that we've seen about uh this whole COVID thing is like now y'all come up with the medicine that actually doesn't I don't believe it prevents you from getting it. It just cools the symptoms. Like you still can catch it like any other thing. It's just you won't have the symptoms or it won't be as of as strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um you're still testing it, man. <laughs> one blank period. You're still out here testing it and you can't figure out how to get it to people. Mm-hmm. You know, because on one hand, a lot of people are, don't want to take it, which I don't blame people for that. On the other hand, you got, you know, it's I don't know. Like, what's taking y'all? Like, why y'all can't administer the, the, the thing like you need to? I don't know, man. It, all that stuff just makes me scratch my head. Like, y'all are yeah. tripping, bro. Hard. Um, what else happened this week, man? Hey, before we get too far, I found the order. <laughs> that Breakfast Club interview with Snoop yeah. happened way before. Oh, it okay. did? Yeah, that was first. Steve been doing some research over there. <laughs> no, I just Googled it and found it. Right, there it is. I had to yeah. know, but that, that Snoop interview was July 29th, 2020, when he all said right. all that about him. December okay. 18th, 2020 is when M dissed him. Of course, that's when the deluxe came out. Yeah. And yeah. then on December 31st, M explained why he dissed him. Mm. And then 
January second is when we got the Snoop uh Snoop reacts to Zeus. Gotcha. So the, we had it right the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. And this is per complex where they broke it down, supposedly. Okay. So. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. So, I was getting confused. I was just like, trying to keep hell? y'all on y'all toes, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't really know what else. Oh, well, I guess this is some news here that we can jump into. Um I saw this. Was it? Uh, I saw this with a, on the group that we are in on Facebook. Uh, but the actual article, I want to say, came from Source Magazine. Um, and also, if y'all want to join this group, man, it's a pretty dope group. Give me a sec uh, to shout them out because they, most time, they're pretty much the kind of su- supporters. They some pretty cool people off in there. Uh, crap, y'all know the name of it real quick. For the time of good, good music. music, yes. Yes, yes, I was about to say it wrong. Shout uh, out to Marco. Yeah, absolutely. So shout out to Marco for the love of good music. It's a Facebook group. If y'all want to join, go check them out. Sorry, I was, I was, all this stuff was running together, so my bad. But nevertheless, man, they put up an article in there, and it was about the Fujis. If some of y'all don't know, there was actually originally a black female in the group. Hold on, hold on. Nah, it was the, the Roots. No, oh, shit, my roots. It wasn't. Who no. was it then? No, That's, uh, it was Black Eyed Peas. Black That's what it was. Black Eyed Peas. Damn it, man! Everybody, say, everybody, everybody, everybody got that shit wrong, man. Everybody <laughs> knows Lauren Hill was in the Fugees. My yeah. bad. But uh, the Black Eyed Peas. If if you don't know, there was originally an African American female in the Black Eyed Peas named Kim Hall, and Hill or Hall is is it Hill or Hall? Y'all know. Nah, bro. I saw that and kept scrolling, that was Kim man. Kim Hill. Yeah. Hill. Yeah. yeah. Kim Hill. And, you know, some things were said, and she came out and pretty much uh blasted Will I Am over some of the comments. Um, just basically saying it was about them being uh not supported about not being supported behind the black community uh for being a black, uh, actual black group. But the whole mm-hmm. thing was the fact that they had to, how I say, you know, eventually Fergie came, Fergie came along and that's how they got their international success. So uh, it's a very interesting article. I suggest go out there, check it out. It's very interesting because I think me and G both, both talked about it. G, for one, did not even know that there was original black female in the group. I had me, no idea. I mean, I remember it, but it was like a blip. Like I knew it was there, but I just couldn't remember who it was, what songs and what. Uh, So it was definitely a great read and um, check it out. And yeah, let us know what you think. It's very interesting because. Yeah, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting one. What what, what was y'all take on that? uh, On that one? I don't consider them a black group. No, hell no. <laughs> They're not like <laughs> shut that shit all the way up. I mean, like I uh, they they're a nice group together, but you know, I don't listen to that music like that. If I mm. go to the beginning, they definitely was. But you know, anything after that, they pretty much just they went pop, basically. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it, I don't think. And listen to things before uh let's get it started. Cause I ain't never heard nothing before that. Yeah. So I would have to go listen to those things. But by that point, <laughs> they was on their way. They was well on their way right. to, oh, yeah, to yeah. being a pop group. 
And is so, it a bad thing not to be called a black group? Well, that that wasn't the question. The I mean, that wasn't the I guess argument that was being placed. The whole thing hold up, was hold up, hold up. Okay. That's a good question. That's a good question. Is it a bad thing <laughs> to not be considered a black group? Okay. Well, Ain't I guess no. it depends on the context. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like if, I, if know. I mean, if that was your whole objective, then no, it's not. Like, cool, enjoy your success, but you can't. Don't go do that and then come back and be like, "Oh, we're not supported by the black community." Mm-hmm. It didn't look mm-hmm. like you wanted our support. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> I just honestly feel like it puts them in a bo- in a box, man. Like, why not be like? I get it. I get it, man. Like, we are a black group of we are black men who have a podcast, which makes our podcast black podcast, right? Uh-huh. Um, I still don't believe that if we had a, a Latino man or a white man to join us. It doesn't change the dynamic of our podcast. We're still a black man, white man, Latino man with a podcast. It still makes us a black podcast in a sense. Yes. That's how however with an if asterisk. We, if we add if we added somebody else of a, a different racial background or different mm-hmm. ethnic background with um in mind that we were gonna change our content to be more palatable to a different ethnic background audience, then yes, that changes us from a black podcast. And that is what happened with the Black Eyed Peas. They had in mind that they were changing their content and their sound to sound a different way or their image to be a different image. And the black lady did not fit the direction that they were going. And that's why she was removed from the, the equation. And that's mm-hmm. what changed them from being black to being a pop group, so to yeah. speak. Because so, they basically aim for that. Yeah. So it is. It still doesn't change the fact that they are black men. Yeah, uh, no, they still and, black. Yeah, it, it, but it's it's like I don't think it's a bad thing. Like I, I feel like a lot of times people look at, um, and I hate to use it this way, but um, black guys that like to gain like to get into gaming or the white thing to do. You know what I'm saying? I hate that because we're all different people and we all like different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like some people like to skateboard versus some people like to ski. But it's how you do that shit. Yeah. Bro. All right. So yeah. check out, check out if you go on Instagram or YouTube and you look up, it's a little conglomerate of niggas called uh, RDC World 1. And they make a lot of videos and a lot of it has to do with anime and gaming and a lot of that kind of like nerd type shit. But they yeah. also like sports and shit as well. So they make videos about sports and stuff yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's the way that they do it that makes it black. Yeah. It's not necessarily just the content. It's the way that they do it. You can tell these niggas is black. Like yeah. this yeah. is this is black people gaming. Black yeah. people who like anime. This ain't just a person who likes anime who happens to be black. Yeah. This is not a person who likes gaming who happens to be black. This is a black person who does these things. <laughs> but what about those people that happen to be black? Still, there's no such the thing fact. about. I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with them happening <laughs> to be black. 
But it's like, bro, you know the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell the difference immediately. Right, right, right. It's, it's basically like this. You know, if if you decide to step out that rim and, and go that opposite, opposite direction, just don't come back over here like, why y'all ain't supporting us? Because, hey, we figured you wanted to go over there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. nigga, you know what we like over here. Right, yeah. you, we, you don't, know we don't like humps. All them hump, hump, humps. I did like that humps. song though, man. We did not make my. I did. I ain't gonna lie to you. What was the other one? Uh, I but got I, a feeling. I didn't go buy it. Like, is that know. the same song? See, no, that, that's a different song. That that song was because you went to uh, University of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, because because I wasn't riding around playing none of that shit. No, no, of course not. We weren't riding around. That's shit. the of point. There it is. Yeah. See, that's the point. Like we, you know, it was like, eh, like you, you want to go over there? So that know. shit was catchy, though, man. Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> ain't ain't nothing wrong catchy. with that. But yeah, you know, just don't come back over there saying, "Hey, I don't feel like I'm supporting, getting supported." It's kind of like the whole what was the Willow and Jaina Smith yeah, comments it's just like about that. it's just like that. Yeah, it was what like with that. Um, oh, remember they was um. Remember that they were saying they didn't feel like they were supported by the black community. They were yeah. shunned by the black community. I think mm. it was Willow. She said and, she was uh, shunned? Yeah. They mm. felt like they were. But like even with that situation, it's like, man, nobody shunned you. You still black. You still have your black car. You just, you're different from the majority of the culture. You can't be of the culture when you want what I ain't gonna say you can't be of the culture, you just the extension of a, of the culture in a different direction. That's all. Yeah, it's just less of us over there. Right. Yeah, you, you, you're on an <laughs> island the island by yourself. It's just we a lot of us ain't over there, yeah. but it's still niggas over there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I like fucking anime. So yeah, I might, I might yeah, go that. check out. I might go check that out and be like, "Hey, I found something new." Yeah, I've been watching Hunter X Hunter like a motherfucker. Yeah, but still, yeah. Tokyo's cool. <laughs> shit. But yeah. the point of the matter is, just don't be like, "Hey, I don't feel like you know." Don't start when you're when you're on your downside, and I think that's really what it is. When you're on your downside, don't start screaming. Don't start pointing fingers like the black yeah, community support yeah. me. And that's, well, that's they didn't the support me part. this way. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the messed up part. Like, don't start saying that because hey, you went over there to, to go to New Heights. We didn't say nothing bad about you. Mm-mm. Hey, I didn't Mm-mm. ride around bumping humps, but I got a <laughs> feeling I was singing that hoe in a club. I got a feeling. We ain't even playing in a club. That's a lie. I sung it at the basketball games <laughs> we, when they, they played, played like man. football games. <laughs> yep. Basketball you know, like, games. You know, it was cool. You know? be tripping, bro. Folks be really be wanting to, uh, <laughs> folks be really be wanting, folks really be wanting to, uh, <laughs> go and, and, and achieve a different height of success. And right. like their measure of success is never qualitative. It's so quantitative. Uh, and that's that's what I think prompts people to go that route, that black mm-hmm. eyed peas route. Because yeah. like a nigga like Kim, K E M, the singer, yeah. Yeah. that nigga ain't gonna never say that shit. <laughs> because no. that nigga know that black people love him. Yeah. yeah, like that nigga ain't gotta worry about shit. And the, and and that's the difference between a black artist and like the black eyed peas. Like yeah. if Will I Am really needs an explanation, nigga, go study Kim. <laughs> go study Fantasia. Right. Like, go study these niggas. They, you can see the difference in their yeah. shit and your shit. And you're going to be like, well, yeah, but 
I want to go get, you know, bigger crowds and this and mm-hmm. that. And it's like, nigga, but these folks can still to this day drop a new record and that motherfucker's gonna play on every soul yeah. station yeah. in America right. every day. It. And people still gonna know that shit and they're gonna still have these same damn concerts every year the old ass black folks continue to go to <laughs> so they can go out there and sing uh, Love Calls. Yep. <laughs> Like, bro, come on. Yeah. That's my song, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slick gonna play this after. That's mine. That's oh, my man. record. Man, hey, like our peace, man. And that's just what it is, man. Just, just, yeah. And the thing is, you, you really don't know if we don't support you or not. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's not that we don't support them. It's just, like, he, he, like, it was a business move. People get talked about so much when they make business moves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when we, uh, when you look at the business well, side of things. Yes. Steve. Go ahead, I want you to finish. <laughs> okay. When you look at the business side of things and you're like, hey, with the, let's take the Black Eyed Peas, for example, if they stayed in the lane they were, they, they, they were in, I don't know the, the, the girl that was in there. I've never heard their music. But if they stayed in the lane that they're in, do you think they would have been as successful as they are now? But the thing is, it, it no one cared. He, we, Will I Am, brought it up. Right, right, right. Like nobody, no, we nobody didn't say nothing about it. it. Nobody questioned it. Yeah, nobody. We didn't say nothing about it. Right. He brought it up. So now it's like yeah. it makes you think, though. And then Kim was Kim basically called him out on his BS. Like, hey. You had a, you, yeah. you had one in the group. Like yeah. y'all chose to go that lane. Like she also talked about how she supported them the whole time. Even yeah. after she wasn't in the group anymore. She said I've supported them publicly and privately. Like Absolutely. so nigga, you have continued to have black support. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't think I don't think they would have been as successful if they didn't make that move. You know, and that's fine. Like that's absolutely maybe fine. Not. Maybe yeah. they don't make as much money as what they would have made. Yeah, yeah. But, so I mean, like nobody's saying he's the one that's questioning move. the shit. Right. Like shut, shut up. Then. <laughs> like if you made, if you were successful, shut like, the fuck shut up. up. Unless yeah. he, it, like to me, it sounds like he's feeling a certain way because like his own people don't celebrate him the way that he feel like he should be celebrated by his own people. Yeah, yeah. and it's like nigga, we celebrate the people who do the shit that we really fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, shoot. It almost kind of goes back to the whole thing. Like maybe he just kind of, maybe he's a little butt hurt because he's not in folks top 10 and the group isn't in like the top 10. Kind of go back to the Eminem thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just not in our top 10. <laughs> right. Live with it. Sorry. And, and be fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know? it's my fact. Like we, we're not saying anything else, you know, it's just you're just not in our top ten. We're not going around saying, "Well, they got rid of the black girls, so you know that yeah. made you not." We're not going that far. We're just like, "You're black eyed peas. Yeah. You're huge. Congratulations. Right, right. <laughs> you're what just you not in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you, what what are you mad about again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, you're not battling tribe called quest for what? No, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think know if they wanted to. I don't think hey, they'll be involved in the hey, verses. This being a, a new development, it may have something to do with some verses shit. Yeah, it I kind of think it, it does. It may. He, he may have thought, hey, we can do a versus, and nah. then they probably hit that nigga with the gnaw. No. Nah, <laughs> <like, laughs> 
But we want to be a part of it because right now versus is hot. Yeah. Like, and this nigga can't participate because of a decision that he made all these years ago. Yeah. And yeah. he a little bit upset. And he's like, damn, we should be able to do this. We black. It's like, but ain't nobody gonna watch your shit. <laughs> no. No. Like, who do you even battle? Man. You just gonna what come out with humps. Is there for you? You gonna talk about no. humps and, and what's in your trunk? Fergie. Yeah. Her solo yeah. Uh, so, career versus deal. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Glamorous was bumping, though. It was. Glamorous. Thanks to. Uh, see, that, see, that's the point. We, we actually saying that some of this stuff was that's bumping, funny, but man. yet. You, yeah, never mind. Let's keep going. Yeah, so, let's keep uh, going. I guess lastly in the news, because we've been going so long, we right. might as well get ready to transition. <laughs> so Go lastly in the news, Charlemagne the God. If y'all know who Charlemagne God is, he is one third of the Breakfast Club. Uh, he's also one half of, I don't know if he's one half of Brilliant Idiots, or Brilliant Idiots, his podcast, or if he's one third, because I don't know if New Girl is a part of it. Um, but yes, uh, most author of uh, shook, uh, was it shook, shook ones? Yeah, uh, got a couple books out. Uh, shout out to Charlemagne. <laughs> I like Charlemagne. Um, he made a statement saying that basically, and I'm gonna pull that word for word for y'all because I am off my game today. I've been said this all wrong. I still apologize <laughs> for screwing up. Uh, he basically said that that Drake's uh, Charlemagne God says that Drake's hip hop reign is over. I don't know if he has another gear. So uh, that's something that Charlemagne said, and he is, he's actually getting some some backlash for it, and is is actually starting a really great conversation on if Drake, uh, if Drake's era, you know, if if it's done, if he's done in hip hop, if he's not, you know, not going to ascend anymore. And uh, so ba- and and to kind of break it down to what he said, he said Drake has given us so much music that I don't know if he has another gear. He said, uh, we know Kendrick has another gear. He shows us, uh, he shows us that with every project, Drake has given us so much. I don't know if he has another gear. So therefore I'm not looking forward to anything. Let me ask y'all a question. Are we still in the Drake era or is radio such a prehistoric form of media that it hasn't changed the temperature to what's actually going on out here in the streets. It feel it still feels like we're in a Drake era. I don't think we're in a Drake era. I don't think we've been in a Drake era for the past three to four years. Uh, Charlemagne also went on to compare Drake to Kendrick, uh, who takes his time between projects. We love Kendrick. Kendrick makes us wait. Kendrick gives us something to look forward to he said, Kendrick takes his time. So, man, if, if that's that was per the Source magazine. So if y'all want to go check that out, check out the Source magazine. I think XXL also has a has something up about it too, but that was Porter's per the Source magazine. So shout out to the Source for giving us this great topic today. And without further ado, man, let's hop into it because this is this is an interesting one. Uh definitely an interesting one. And we got some takes on it. We got some takes on it. So yeah, man, strap in for this shit. Yeah, yep. strap up, strap in. Let's roll, man. Let's roll. Clicking his motherfucker. <laughs> okay. What's your? What's your? So what is your? Let's get that first reaction from both of you when you read this. Um, I know my first reaction when I read it was, "Yo, 
he might be right. But then as it settled in, I was like, I don't know, though. I don't know. You know, I was like thoroughly like twisted through all of this because I was like, I don't I don't know. Because when I look on YouTube and I see life is good has (laughs) 1.4 billion views, it makes me really question and be like, hmm. And then also when I think of the reaction to laugh now, cry later came out. I was like, everybody was singing it. Everybody that one part, baby, you know, everywhere. Um, But looking back at what he said, to put it in context, has it, is any of what he put out any different from like, has he got to, has he gotten to like his final gear? Like if, you know, we just referenced anime. So if you watch anime, you watch Dragon Ball Z, you know, if you knew who, who Freezer was, Freezer got mm-hmm. to his final form and that was Golden Freezer, And that was it. Uh, but Goku keeps evolving all the time. And that's kind of how we're looking at Kendrick, I guess. Um, so just to put that in perspective. Great comparison. Thank you. Thank you very much. Y'all watch Dragon Ball Z. So, Kendrick is Goku, apparently. <laughs> I can't wait to see the comments behind that. Somebody's going to be like, hey, that was dope ass shit. Um, but so for me, I'm kind of like, huh, has he reached his final form? Is is Drake went as far as he could? And has he released so much that we're like, now it's just, it's not exciting anymore. It's just like, oh, there's another banger Drake record. He's just sticking to the formula, doing what he's doing to get what he needs to go. Um, so with that being said, to both of you, and I guess we'll start with, we'll start with what well, Tommy's right. So we're going to start with G. <laughs> G, what was your first reaction? Well, okay. I'm going to address something that you said where you said, uh, has he, like, does he have another gear? And mm-hmm. One question that I was asking myself while you were talking is what has Drake put out as of late that sounds any different now than I don't know, Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if I take Hotline Bling and use it as like the litmus test and then I take his hits subsequently after that. So we got like God's plan. And uh, like you said, Life is Good, which is technically a future song. Um, or Laugh Now, Cry Later. Like, shit sounds very similar. <laughs> like, yeah. it don't sound like things have moved very far since Highline Bling, which was in like tw- 2016. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's five years ago at this point. Yeah. And so five years later, we still doing the same Drake shit. Like, and I haven't heard nothing. I haven't heard anything from Drake that I would consider groundbreaking myself. I know a lot of people like uh, nothing was the same. I think all y'all niggas are idiots. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, uh, take care was like the blueprint, and then mm. everything after that sounds like take care to me. Mm. Like everything after that sounds like. Take care where you turn the knob up just a little bit on the volume. Like, mm-hmm. just, oh, okay. Okay, I'm turning up a little bit more. All right, I'm turning up a little bit more. Then you get views. Oh, I'm going to turn up a little bit more. Except for uh, the one that I didn't hear that he did with Future, because I didn't hear that album. So I don't know what yeah. that sounds like. 
Bro, but like that, his album. Go back and listen to that joke. Yeah, I'm sure it sounds like a future album. <laughs> it definitely sounds like but it's life is good. Exactly, it sounds it's like life dope. is good. goddammit. it, and, and <laughs> that's a discussion to be had as well. As far as like why is life is good doing so well? Like I don't know, bro, but I'm pretty sure the sound of that second half of that song has a lot to do with why that song has 1.4 billion views. Yeah, not yeah. the first part. Goddamn it! Can I interject um, just real quick? Go ahead. Because I, cause you made me think of a question. Because uh, I, I want you to answer this part since you're on the Life is Good. Do you think that anticipation of Future and Drake doing another mm. song, just off of the name alone, was uh, was was what pushed that record over the edge? As well as that second half. Because we all know that when that second half come on, mm. it's a whole different record. But do you yeah. think the anticipation of whoa Drake and Future on another record again was enough for people to just flock to it? I think that probably did help a lot. That probably definitely took it to the next level. Um, but and I, I don't know because I'm thinking of a uh, Blue Tint as well. But Future don't really have a verse on their song. No, and he's and he's not listed as on the song. Like when you turn the song on, it just says Drake. It don't say Drake feature in future. So it mm-hmm. wouldn't have taken off the same way because people don't even know he on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with them getting back together and them having that success of what a time to be alive, like I'm sure that definitely played a part, but also the song got to sound good. So mm-hmm. like that'll get people to listen to it, but it's not going to get 1.4 billion listens <laughs> just because yeah. uh, you got, it's got to be good for people to keep coming back to that genre, listening to it that many times. So yeah, they definitely hit it out the park. That's, I'm not trying to take nothing away from that song, mm. um, but I think that Drake Drake's biggest contribution is like a sound to mm. the game. Like he brought in, he ushered in a, a certain sound and made it mainstream. Um, not to say he invented the sound, but the sound became mainstream because things started to sound like Drake. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, since fucking Take Care, I haven't heard anything. I didn't hear anything that sounded like he switched gears until probably Hotline Bling, mm. where it was like, this is a different sound, but I like this for Drake too. And it kind of hit the airwaves, kind of kept going with different people and stuff. And he wrote that shit for a while. And he's still riding that motherfucker because Laugh Now, Cry Later sounds like it came from that family of production. Mm. Um, it doesn't sound like something that's brand new to me. So yeah, as far as him hitting another gear, I don't know if he hit another gear. And I don't think he will because the nigga makes too much music. I, I think being a, a student of Lil Wayne and then like the way that they make music in Atlanta, I think that cripples a lot of niggas because it it kind of drains your creativity. Like mm-hmm. it's like you just keep squeezing the fucking sponge trying to get every drop out of that hole. Yeah. It's like you never put no more water in that hole. So mm-hmm. there's nothing new in there. It's always going to be the same shit. And that's why that shit gets so monotonous. Oh, man. Quantity over quality. Tommy, what was your first reaction? My first reaction was like, no, Drake still has some gears left. That was my <laughs> first reaction. Period. Um, I'm a fan of Drake's rapping. But I don't, like, I think he's fine with singing. He gets by. But I would rather hear him rap. I think he's um, a better rapper. Than anything else, um, I hear what you're saying, Greg, and I and honestly, I agree with you. 
but I still think there's more left in the tank. I, what I what I believe it is is that um, with the new rappers and and the younger rappers, like I take for instance, Lil Baby. You know, um, Lil Baby stepped up big time in 2020, um, and he's to me he's the 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 way to go. Like a lot of people, his popularity has grown tremendously over this past year. And he's the way, okay, if I want to make it, I want to work with him. That's, that's, that's it. If I, let me get a song with little baby. Um, Drake still has that effect. You know what I'm saying? Drake to me, like, like I never thought about it until you said it, Greg, when you was like, um, the, the quantity of music that he puts out. Yeah. He puts out a lot. Um, and that's ultimately, I think it's going to hurt him. Um, now that you like once thinking about it, yeah, you put out so much music, all your music sounds the same and you're not being pushed anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. I, and now it makes, it makes a lot of sense with what uh, Charlemagne was saying when he was talking about making a comparison between Kendrick and Drake, just because it's so much coming out with Drake, but Kendrick's in the lab. We ain't heard shit from him. But we know when he comes out, mm-hmm. he brings something that we ain't heard before because he's been in the lab creating, being creative and being different and, and thinking different and getting in a different tune where for Drake is a well-oiled machine and, and it's just on schedule. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. You know, I'm going in, I'm going to do this track, this track, this track. Um, both of those things have his, has his own lane. And like we were talking about earlier, maybe what Drake is doing can only last for 10 more years or only last a year. What Kendrick is doing, maybe can push him two years past, past Drake. But are there still the leaders or the people that people want to be with, want to, uh, a, a verse from a track from want to be on the song with, of course, you know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, what's his, what's his, uh, Lil Durk that helped Lil Durk. All BS aside, that helped Lil Durk being on that song with Drake. Yeah. Period. Because I didn't listen to Lil Durk. I wasn't even thinking about him until I heard that song. What was that? That's the Laugh Now, Cry Later song, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, it's like, yeah, I would like, I'm more so, more so looking at Drake playing around at the Nike factory. The fact that this man is doing that, you know, his other gear is, where do you go from here? LeWayne's other gear would have been, what do you do next? Because Wayne put out a rock album. Wayne started skateboarding. Wayne still rapped, still put out rap albums. Um, Mm. But his problem, Wayne's problem was he went to jail. So in that time, he wasn't able to be creative. So you look at Drake, it's like, where you go from here? Let me interject. What you got? Because you gave me a good question uh, to throw in there. So what I get from you is that he still has another gear. Uh, and if he didn't, you know, people still wouldn't be flocking to him. So my thing to think about is you just brought up Wayne and everything he did. And one thing we got to remember is a lot of that stuff that Wayne did didn't stick. Like it was like throwing, you know, he was, yeah. it seemed at some point Wayne was throwing like something at the wall, like what's going to stick so that I can go to a new gear. He did the rock out. Mm-hmm. We really didn't care. That he rock did the whole, album was fire, bro. 
Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't <laughs> stay. That rock album was fired. Like, yeah, I don't care what nobody say, bro. They're just straight. Yeah. He did the uh, he did the one album that seemed like a whole R and B album. And uh, just, what was that? Um, what was, I, I'm about to. I know I'm about to say something else wrong. It ain't. It has the butterfly on the front, don't it? Or the moth. I don't know what what the album was called. It was. I um, think it was a mixtape. Yeah, I think it was that one. Hmm. I think it was that one. Uh, but it didn't really stick, and that's a lot of stuff of why we was like, "Okay, Wayne, just just get back to rapping." Yeah. And then when he came back, even though he went to jail, when he came back, everything sounded dated. Yeah. So with that, and kind of mixing with what G said, that kind of gives me the idea that he's headed down the same lane. So is it? that Drake is only staying afloat because of his name? Because when I listen to you, it sounds like it's just because he's Drake. Man, I don't think so. I really don't. Just because it's like, yeah, his name means a lot, right? Mm-hmm. His name stands, his name can, you know, ring bells or whatnot. But I look at Drake and I look at his talent, where he has it like, I mean, it's there. He's uh-huh. not. He's not dead. We're still listening to Rick Ross. We're still listening to um, Two Chains, who basically transformed from from Titty Boy to Two Chains. Rick Ross, uh, what he's rapping about, and then you got Jay Z. You know, from their their evolution. So that's what I look at when they when they say, "Has it, has we have we come out of the era of Drake?" No, we're still wanting Drake. We're still wanting to listen to his music. We still, well, I do personally, but we still, Drake come out with an album. I guarantee we're going to listen to it. Now, you know, I got to, you know, I got to play, I got to push it. Go ahead, man. I got to push it a little bit. Go ahead. Because this kind of go back to what G was talking. Yeah. Uh, I know I posed a question on a couple podcasts a while ago about Ross. And is he, did he put himself in that box to where we don't, you know, now that when he does records outside of that symphony sound that we really don't care as much. Same nah. with, uh, and as far as Jay, I'll be honest, I think Jay-Z's last gear was after was Watch the Throne. Because then after Watch the Throne, everything else kind of started to sound like, you know, Watch the Throne, Holy Grail, you know, all that kind of gave that same, until we got to... uh well, even 444, you know, it was more of that entrepreneur, but it was still kind of along that same, kind of going back to G's point. Uh, as well as, um, who else did you mention? You just, uh, 2 chains. Now, 2 chains yeah. don't, uh, I think 2 chains is kind of. 2 chains don't count. 2 chains yeah, is just like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's an anomaly in this thing. He's, <laughs> <don't> he's, <laughs> yeah, it's different. He's an anomaly in this thing, so I'm, I'm going to push him out. Yeah. Um, and even even yeah. with 2 Chainz, you can kind of look at him as he still seems like a younger artist, even though he was Titty Boy at some point. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to push it because, you know, when you compare, you know, Drake to them, yes, we'll listen to the album, but I think the conversation, you know, is kind of like, all right, is it special anymore? You know, like, are we like, there you go. are we clamoring over? Like, I love Jay, but when Jay drops stuff now, I'm not like, I don't feel like 
um, the blueprint. I don't feel like uh, American Gangster Jay. I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like uh, you know. What I'm saying hold uh, watch the throne. I just kind of feel like, oh, it's, it's Jay. <laughs> kind of same with Jeezy. Like, Jeezy gives uh-huh. you what he going to give you. Yeah. Same with Tip. Tip give you what he, he going to give you. And all of those guys had their errors. And you started to notice when, okay, they're on the downside. Not to say that we're not going to listen. We're going to enjoy. But is it still special? There you go. We got to stop looking at it as, like, people going to the downside yeah. or, like, falling off. What happens yeah. is niggas plateau. Yeah. So like, I think that we've hit the plateau with Drake. I don't think yeah. he's still doing this. I don't. I don't think Drake is still going up. I do think Drake still has more to to do. Like the whole thing with with the question of are we past the Drake era? Um, I think the era is within within Drake's. Like so, you got Drake, you got Kendrick, you got J Cole. You got crit. And I always put crit in there because that's one of my top five. But um, you got these rappers, but then you have Lil Baby. Then you have the baby. You got Megan the Stallion. You got Mulatto. You got the City Girls. You got all these new artists that are also going up at the same time. Like mm-hmm. while these rappers are maintaining, you know what I'm saying? You Kendrick, you J. Cole, you Crit, you Drake, you got these other younger artists that's going up and they're getting more popular they're getting to the point where their name ring bells. So it's a sense of we still have, they're all in the same era. They're all capable of doing other things because just think about it. If you got a song with Lil Baby and Drake, do you not think it'll be a hit? And they're just rapping, period. I mean, they've already had a hit though. (laughs) Did they? Yeah, miss it. The first song that Gave Lil Baby some notoriety for real. It was his song with Drake. What was it? I don't remember the name of the yeah. song. Yes, indeed, I think. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Hit. Smasher. Didn't even notice that that was Lil Baby. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And Didn't I notice that was Lil Baby, but you, you listen to it from Drake's point of view. Mm-hmm. So it's well, like, man. It's now, now, if, if they come <laughs> out now, are they still listening to it just for Drake, or no, is it no? Of course not, because it's a little baby song. No, I mean like it, it's and now oh. it's Drake and little baby. But you also got to put in perspective that was 2018. Yeah, like that's that kind of goes to Charlemagne's point of like, mm-hmm. like have we been? Are we in it now? And the fact that he said, "I don't think we're in it now. I don't think we've been in it for the last five years." Uh, so you know it kind of comes to that point where it's like okay wow like that that's a big eye opener because when you look on TikTok and stuff like that and that's really where a lot of songs are being broken I don't know how many Drake songs are there yeah you know is 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 that really kind of tells you because from what I've heard from what I've gathered and I've heard in the research TikTok is where the songs are being broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it goes to Apple Music or the streaming service, Spotify, yep. title, where folks want to listen to the whole song now. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. after that, they're going to YouTube because they want to see the visual. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it hits radio. So, you know, if 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 that's the order and if you're on TikTok and you're like, 
Bro, I don't really hear these records there, even though it's doing amazing on YouTube or, you know, other platforms. It, it does pose a question of like, are we like, like Charlamagne said, is radio so such an outdated, uh, archaic thing <laughs> that it works. people yeah, don't just know what's on the street? <laughs> right. Wait a second. Yeah. That's it. You made it worse. It's not just radio. You 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 yeah. lumped in YouTube, Apple Music, yeah. Spotify, all of them motherfuckers is behind. If if because TikTok is instant, so these yeah. niggas yeah. are doing this shit like these little kids and these niggas, old people got TikToks and shit. But like grown, yeah. like people got TikToks and they making these videos and they and I'm like I was saying to y'all on whatever episode that was, I hear that shit all day. If mm-hmm. Allison get on there and she get into yeah. one of her moves where she watching videos. And you know what I'm hearing, nigga? I'm hearing Megan the fucking Stallion. Like, yes. song after song after song after song after song is Megan the fucking Stallion every time. I'm not hearing Drake. <laughs> like, <laughs> every now and then, little Baby might be sprinkled in there. But these mm-hmm. kids, and, and we, all have, we all know this, like, young women are the tastemakers for the sound of music. Yeah. And, like, the person, the people that are making the sound of music that young women are flocking to right now, are and women kids. rappers. Can't forget <laughs> they about are the, the kids. ones that are taking over. Drake, he survived for as long as he did because his music is catered to young women. Yeah. <laughs> that is the reason that he <laughs> was on top for all of those Absolutely. years. But now they got one of their own to do that shit for them. They don't need a nigga to do that no more. Yeah. So yeah. this nigga is constantly fading as these other women are coming into the picture because they shit is like from the source. His shit is like he's observing it and reporting like Nas and shit. They yeah. they coming from the source of the woman. Like, yeah, bitch, I am that bitch. Not like you are that bitch. No, I am that bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's not, it's not, I'm so I'm so proud of you. It's like, nigga, I'm proud of me. Like yeah. they yeah. doing that shit, and it's is like the sound is constantly transforming. And like I'm seeing that shit. It's it's fucking weird to watch, <laughs> but it's just like nigga. I remember, and that's why I say like the Drake era because I think of him as like the leader of that era that's yeah. like dying out right now or like falling by the wayside, so to speak, or plateauing. Like yeah. I remember when those niggas from that era was like on top of everything, everywhere, and like mm-hmm. when you want to look at an era. I think of it like when people say like the weakest link in the chain and shit. Like, look at the people in that era who were like the the lower tier people. What are they doing now? If you don't see them niggas nowhere, that era is dead already. It's already dead, and the, the niggas that st- that was at the very top are still around yeah. because they were just like super talented and they were like superstars. But like, where are the middle niggas and the bottom niggas? If yeah. the middle and bottom niggas ain't nowhere to be found, the air is gone. <laughs> like, when I think of when I think of that era, I think of I think of uh, nigga, what the fuck is ASAP Rocky doing? Dating Besides dating Rihanna to stay relevant. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Nigga, Rihanna what is Rihanna for? doing? Rihanna ain't even got no goddamn songs. Like, and she, she was she's not rich. She's out being rich somewhere. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's out being rich as hell. Cause I, I looked up yeah. her net worth the other day and I was yeah. like, goddamn. Yeah, but she getting paid. Anyway, like, ASAP Rocky what are any of those niggas doing, bro? What is ASAP Rocky doing? What is ASAP Ferg doing? What is any of the niggas from TDE not named Reason or Kendrick Lamar doing? Like, 
where are these niggas at, bro? <laughs> these niggas is gone. Like, J. Cole is out there doing whatever the fuck he doing, and don't nobody give a fuck. Like, come back when you got some music. And then the same thing with Big Sean. Then nobody gave a fuck about Big Sean until he dropped Detroit too. If he wanted to fade into oblivion, niggas wouldn't even cared. Like it, they would have been like, "We fine with what we got," <laughs> and, and kept it moving. Not to say that these people suck or something like that. Yeah. But it's just like people are fine with what we got. We got enough of a yeah. contribution. Like even Crit. Like we got enough shit from Crit to last us forever. I want more, but yeah. we got enough to last us forever, bro. We don't need. A whole bunch of shit from them. Other Damn. niggas that was out at that time, niggas like Currency. Like Currency, he gonna keep making music forever. That nigga is not on a, a rise. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. not. <laughs> his, his career is not going up. Right, it's like right. he here. He he know where he at, and he making his money right here. That's what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. Uh, same thing. Uh, who, Meek, who else was I just we, we can of? say yeah, Meek, Meek Mill, like niggas. Wale. But that's uh, the thing, though, man. Yes. You know, maybe a couple. Doing? Let's look at the whole picture of what they're doing, man. I don't know what Wale is doing. He's still releasing music, but exactly, he's still releasing. Yeah, music, he is, but, of you know. Um, but I look at the evolution of everything. <laughs> great point, by you. By the way, great point. But I always look at the evolution of things, um, just because because I start in in rap, you know, doesn't mean I'm a finishing rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's what I mean. Yeah, we're still in that era because. Wait, what you mean? Hold up, because I'm finna disagree. I know you are. You're always yeah. disagreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Agree with me. <laughs> no, but uh, like we when when um, like we start with rap, right? And I start off mm-hmm. rapping, but I might end up being a sports owner somehow. Yeah. So my era in rap may be to the wayside. I may have plateaued. I still can release this, that, and the third because I look at Jay-Z, he's doing the same thing, but he's still relevant because of what else he's doing from rap. It's like, how did I use it? Artika was like, we was talking about this uh, Artika, and of course Artika is is Greg at this mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> okay, Of course. Um, <laughs> but the thing was, it's like, you look at the drug money um, that Jay-Z started with, you know, he started mm-hmm. selling dope um, back in 1986, bottle Cadillac. Anyway, <laughs> so he started off selling drugs, then went to rapping. From rapping, he went to a business owner with Rockefeller. Had, uh, what is it, Rockaware, had um, mm-hmm. then went from there to Def Jam and, and his career. From yeah. 96 to today, we're still talking about Jay-Z. Not in the capacity of, oh, Jay-Z's the, the, the leader of, of rap. Mm-hmm. When Jay-Z drop an album, we're going to listen to it. Period. Like, I get what you're saying, Steve. You're like, it's not the same from Blueprint. But for me, it's still the same. I still get the same excitement from Blueprint. I still get the same excitement from... uh. Well, I didn't know about Reasonable Doubt when it came out, but when I went back and listened to it, I was like, yeah, this shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? So even with me, you know, like with what I like and what I listen to and my palette of music is starting to open up. Now, I don't listen to music on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? I don't get my music. I don't have time to like listen to watch TikTok because I, I find myself getting lost in it. I find myself being just like Allison hours and hours 
just looking at TikTok videos and I'm like, I've wasted two hours of my life watching these videos. So I don't get on it. But what I do is I look at Tidal. I look at Apple Music. I look at Spotify. What's new? Listen to it. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. I have those rappers that I like. And I have those ones that I don't. People be like, oh, this is dope. No, nah, it's not for me. Or I'll be like, that's dope. Y'all yeah, be like, it's not for me. But in my eyes, they're still rising. In my eyes, yeah, Drake is still, he has somewhere else to go. It's not like he just, oh, I'm just stop here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it from a whole, like, different eras are Tupac and Biggie. It's uh-huh. in a different era from Drake and Lil Baby. You know what I'm saying? So that's my whole day in the same. They like it's still in the era of Drake's music. And I get your point. Music is being broken on TikTok. I get that. Uh-huh. But all that shit is together to me. In my opinion. I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah, that's what we was talking Not about fact. in the in the slack. That's what we was talking about in the slack. Where I told y'all niggas, thanks to niggas like Jay Z, people have stopped looking at eras and letting them be dictated by the music production that's coming yeah. out during those eras. And that is a, a false. That is a false <laughs> thing. That is a false. Yeah. Nigga, just because you you making money in different things does not mean that you are still the leader. <laughs> Of this musical era, like no, <laughs> no, I mean, nigga, like he's still no. making music though. <laughs> that, yeah, he's still making yeah. music right now. And what we just saying is that he's not on the rise, so he's not like the torchbearer. No but more, you have to be on the rise to be era. in the era. <laughs> no, you have to. Be. We saying that it's his era, which means that he's the torchbearer. Yeah, he he's the he can't be the torchbearer in somebody else's era. Is what I'm saying. Okay. This ain't his era no more. This <laughs> niggas in front of him. That's, that's carrying the torch and leading music to another place. He's still able to keep up, but this nigga ain't in the front no more. <laughs> this ain't his shit no more. We ain't on the Drake ride. <laughs> At one point, we was on the Drake ride, and he was the nigga like, y'all come this way. This is the new way. And niggas was like, oh, okay, cool. We don't go that way, because that shit look cool. And people yeah. went that way. And then people started to figure it out, and they were like, all right, we're going to go ahead and run up in front of you right quick, because nigga look like you getting tired. So give me the torch and let me <laughs> let me walk a little bit. And I'm going to take this a little bit further. Yeah. And then by the time he realized that shit doesn't happen, or the, by the time that like all these dinosaur-ass media things realize that that has happened, it's going to be too late. Yep. Yeah. Like we gonna, that the new era going to be done already started and been going for years. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the same thing with Drake. By the time Drake by the time people wanted to give this nigga his flowers and nothing was the same, this nigga had been taking shit further with take care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that nigga had been there. They were like, oh, this is the one. This is the one. Bitch, no, this nigga been here. <laughs> like that's that's a duplicate album. <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. same album, nigga. It already happened. Y'all late. If you saying that, if you trying to like catch up to where this nigga was going, he had been carrying the torch. Lil Wayne had went to jail and said, nigga, take this shit and keep going. And this nigga did just that. This nigga and Nicki Minaj did just that. They took the torch and they said, all right, we're going to keep this motherfucker moving. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we didn't uh, pay no attention because radio and all these publications and shit didn't want to give nobody their goddamn flowers because they were new talents and shit. <clears throat> but then by the time everybody looked up, 
and nothing was the same and whatever the fuck Nikki's album the, the uh which one is it the pink print or whatever the, whichever one that got all the goddamn hits on it it's like these niggas been here they doing yeah. this shit and now yeah. they like dominant controlled and comfortable in this motherfucker and it's like it's too late by the end it's too late to be trying to catch up to what they already did but so I don't know. I, I think I see what you're saying about like he might have another area to go in in a different area that ain't got shit to do with music because there's always the the Jay Z, yeah. uh, Fifty Cent, fucking chameleon their route of just like going to do something that ain't got shit to do with music and making a lot of money and being successful mm-hmm. in that way. But that ain't got shit to do with music. That's what we talking about. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I still, I still believe this. that he's gonna bring somebody in. To music, I always look at that too. What What did you do to yeah. contribute to the next generation of music? But you know, at this point, uh, I get the overall scheme of what you want to show. But we specifically talking about hip hop. <laughs> I mean, like I feel Man. like all of it is is a part of a culture, right? Hip hop is a part of a culture. Mm. Do you agree that it is? But it's hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. That's right. what we're specifically looking at. Um, you're, you're looking at the art of music, right? We're just looking at the era of hip hop. Who controls the era of hip hop? And it's good to have, you know, other things outside of it. Um, but when you're not the dominant force, then it's no longer your era. And to G's, uh, to G's testament, I think he's right on the money. Uh, we have our favorite artists and we're going to stay clinging to them. So we want them to be as relevant and have their era as long as possible. But when you look at what's going on, uh, you figure out real quick that it's not their era anymore. Uh, they're still putting out great music and yeah. that's a fact, but are they the dominant controlling force? No, you know, uh, but can they go on to do other things? Absolutely. They're smart. That's part of business. You should, because if you don't, <laughs> you might be in the world of trouble because you can't rap forever. So let's right. look at this. Let's facts. look at this. And then I'm done after this. Pose this right. question. So the, the leaders or the era, you know, of hip hop and, and rap today being the the kids on on TikTok and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Who makes the most money? When we look at it, when we look at it from a sales point, from a business standpoint, because it's still a business. What what then you what do you do then? Or what do you look at then? Because when I'm just basing I'm I'm basing it off of what Charlemagne was saying. And then just thinking about it from a business standpoint, Charlemagne was saying was unlike Kendrick, Drake didn't have anywhere else to go. Didn't have another level to go. Mm-hmm. But in my book, they were of the same era. They they are yeah. grouped together. I don't put Kendrick in Drake's era. You don't? Mm-mm. Why? Why? Uh, I think Drake's when I look at when I look at the rise of Kendrick, uh, yeah, he you know he was around, but I think the rise of Kendrick came a little bit later after Drake. I think Drake had that control 
and we, we, you know, if, if you knew of Kendrick, you was listening to him. But other than that, just like G said, you couldn't get away from Drake uh, at a certain point. It was Young Money. It was Wayne, Drake, Nicki, yeah, and Jay, and and Kanye. you may have got some Ti. <laughs> uh, Jeezy wasn't Kanye? even. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Jeezy wasn't even even in that. Was no. you you know he had plateaued at that point, but you had some Yay, Jay, uh, Kendrick. No, no Kendrick. Sorry, Yay, Jay, Young Money as a whole, and then you had Ross. Because at this point, it was all about the camps. Mm-hmm. So you had MMG. Yeah, you had Young yeah. Money. TDE wasn't even like here yet. But when, and, and you had Jay, but Jay was trying to do uh, uh, Rock Nation. Yeah. But really it was Jay and Ye. So you got Watch the Throne and, and around that time. Um, and there wasn't many females at all at that point. It was really Nikki keeping the female era alive. Uh-huh. So when we got Kendrick, I put Kendrick, Kendrick, I feel like Kendrick is grouped together with Cole, Wale, uh, Big Sean, um, Meek. That that little that stint there with them, I think, is is Kendrick. And I can see it. I can see Um, it because that's that's where that's more like where those artists peaked all together. Yeah, they did peak a little bit after he did. Mm -hmm. And that's where you kind of got there. No, that's not a year, bro. No, that ain't no take, year. Take care and nothing was the same as like 2011 and 2013. Them Burn. niggas came like... Good Kid, Mad City came out in uh, 2012. But that nigga wasn't running shit with Good Kid, Mad City. That's Burn. like a... That's, that's a that's, hindsight that's, is 2020 hit. That was his... <laughs> we're here now. No, no, Yes, it was, no, man. People, no. people were on... Kendrick mm-hmm. no. at Good Kid, Mad City. Nah, people weren't on Kendrick nah, like that. people wasn't, because I was one of them niggas. People <laughs> was not on Kendrick at <laughs> Good Kid, Mad City. I was, like, I I was, was on him. I was, I was one on of them him. not on him niggas. Like, I ain't pick up on that nigga for real, for real, until, uh, what's the name came out? Um, the Pimple Butterfly? The Pimple Butterfly. Yeah. That's when, that's when that man started to get some for real notoriety, like, Cause by that time, Good Kid, Mad City was out for a while. So when did yeah, when did my legs start getting shine? Or never? Uh, <laughs> Wale got. That's why he's still mad. <laughs> Wale got his pop. Is crap. I know what the song is, but I can't think. Lotus of. Flower Bomb. Lotus Flower Bomb was one, but it was one right before that was. A hit in the uh, club. We just didn't know who he was. Was it the one with uh with Lady Gaga? Nah, it sounded like, like it sounded like an anthem with uh Waka Flocka. You talking, you talking about, no about that one? You talk no, it was before that. It was one that, that rang off in the club. We just didn't know who he was. I can't think of what it was like a DC anthem type of thing. And it got you talking about chilling. It's a chilling. I can't remember. Um, but I think that was gay. Was it pretty girls? Pretty girls. Pretty girls. Ask them do they smoke. Ask them what do they That's smoke. That's wasn't peaking yet. Well, nah, he wasn't peaking I don't yet. think he peaked. He wasn't peaking, but that one, that's kind of alone. That the one record that he did have was one that started 
No, nah, it wasn't Pretty Girls. It was before. I think it was before that. But that was the one that got us on his radar. Same with kind of like Kendrick. Like we we heard it, but we wasn't there yeah. until we realized we were there. Yeah. And by that time, Drake was on to whatever other album. Views. Um, trash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so that's why I put them together, you know, because like even with J. Cole, them, like, you know, we we listened to that mixtape, but we didn't listen to it until we went back to it after we heard the next album coming. Um, and I think it's kind of like with Jay-Z. A lot of people didn't hear Reasonable Doubt, but the folks who heard Reasonable Doubt was like, this is the guy. But we didn't hear, and once we realized that, we uh-huh. had to go back to listen to Reasonable Doubt. Uh-huh. So let me yeah. mm-hmm. Same thing with T.I. with I'm Serious. Um, Jeezy was different because Streets is Watching was a mixtape. But Trapper died. Matter of fact, it, you could argue that because a lot of people had to go back to Streets of Washington to be like, oh, okay. But Trapper died was so so much of a thing that it blew. Like when it hit the streets, it changed everything. So Jesus is kind of anomaly. So we don't really put him in that box. But yeah, you can say with T.I., we had to go back to um, some. Well, I listened to um series. I was on um series before we got to yeah. uh, the next album, which was Trap Music. And I was one of those guys uh-huh. like, dog, this is it. When a lot of folks was, didn't understand it until they heard trap music. And I had to get folks back to I'm serious. And they was like, bro, I never heard this. Same thing with uh, like to pimp of, to section 80 and, and good kid, mad city. People were listening to it, but uh-huh. they, they didn't realize it until they got to, the, you know, by the time we got to pimp a butterfly, that's when everybody was singing his praise. Well, I didn't, I didn't listen to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> I didn't think that was a. I didn't. I didn't like that album as much as I liked the rest of them. But that ain't you know. But that ain't what we're talking. That ain't the fact. <laughs> the fact <laughs> is, yeah. I mean, you didn't feel listen. Like people you listen didn't. Good kid, Mad City. You didn't pull dog. up Good Kid, Mad City on the first day of drop. Yes, niggas wasn't like anticipating Kendrick yeah. Lamar's debut album. The so same when, way when, unless so you were anticipating Drake's debut, uh, Drake's debut album. Say what was people anticipate? When did Drake get oh, on? Oh yeah, Drake yeah, got on in... on Take Care because fucking Thank Me Later is not good. <laughs> so Take Care is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, that was in but, 2011. Yeah, that's 2011. Okay, I, well, so that's I around thank, the same time Wale. Actually, got before on. Thank Me Later, a lot of people was looking at. Oh, a yeah, lot of people uh, was listening at So Far Gone. Yeah, uh, like I was on So Far Gone. Yeah, but but see, the if you album go, was like, so disappointing. You keep yeah, going. I wasn't happy about the album, but like, what was the one where he was looking stupid in the fall stuff with the with comeback the season? Comeback season. To that shit. Yeah, nobody. I, I, yeah, I begged to differ. It was a lot of people listening <laughs> to comeback season. Nah, uh, it was a lot of people listening to comeback season. I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I went to people, listen to comeback season yeah. because I heard him on. Uh, it was a, a Lil Wayne song, and it was uh, over. The stunting is a habit beat. And I mm-hmm. heard Drake on there. And, that, and then I went back to check him out. And I went to Comeback Season and Heartbreak Drake from fucking DJ Ill Will. But uh, no. <laughs> no, that's not So Far Gone at all. No, but, So Far uh, Gone was, that's when I got on on Drake. And I was like, I he remember, got something here. I remember um, the reason why I say people were, and I'm trying to bring up all his albums real quick. Why, the reason why I say people were, because at the same time, Nip, uh, Nipsey had just had dropped Hustle in the House. 
and I was listening to Bullets Have No Names. And I was like, yo, Nip is my guy. Nip is this one. And then I remember specifically, and I, I'm going I'm to shout out some of my partners, Jay, uh, DJ Ace Boogie, uh, DJ Prez, my homeboy Fabian, my whole 211 crew, John and them, they was like, yeah, he cool, but have you heard this nigga, Drake? And I was like, who? And they were like, folks were so on it. Like, it wasn't just them. It was the whole, almost the whole MTSU campus that was like, you heard this nigga, Drake. When was this? And what you? I don't know what years around uh, around the time comeback season. That's why I remember the uh, uh-huh. the the winter looking album cover, the fall album cover with him staring with the with the brown peacoat. Uh, I remember that shit. I remember what it looked yeah. like, yeah. and I remember specifically seeing it. I was like, "What is this?" And I really uh-huh. wasn't on it. Uh, and I didn't get on Drake until so far gone. <laughs> yeah. So Drake's Drake has been around for a minute. He been here for a little minute, but I still don't think that nigga peaked until 2011. <laughs> Thank Me Later was actually, yeah. No, oh, so far, comeback season was 2007. Yeah. See? So far gone was what, 2009. I don't remember that nigga talking about Drake before So Far Gone. Yeah, that was the first time I ever heard of uh, Drake in So Far Gone. Anyway, I, I grouped them niggas together, man. They together in my eyes. No, you said the first time you heard was so <laughs> far gone. Slick, yeah, but no. You say what? <laughs> you said the first time you heard him was so far gone. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever little Wayne mixtape that was. And yeah, then that was it. I heard him on so far gone. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, them niggas together, man. I don't order. care what y'all say. No, Drake, <laughs> Drake just stuck around through their era, but that nigga is not. So you, so I don't know. I don't so know. Drake's era so. was over by the time they no, came. I didn't say that it was over. Hell no, it wasn't over by the time they came. I think that at that point he was still there because Hotline Bling hadn't come out yet, Mm-mm. and that nigga was still on top of Hotline Bling, <clears throat> and that's like 2015, 2016, something like that. Um, to Pimple Butterfly came out of 2015. Mm-hmm. And that's when you see a different, that's when you see a different <laughs> step. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying, man. They, 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 Drake Peak, then Kendrick Peak. Yeah, I mean, can we agree? Can we that's agree what happens, on that? bro. Like, their peaks like, don't have to negate the others. Yeah. Like, they won, like, like Drake won the championship in, in 2011, <laughs> Kendrick won in 2012, and they went back and forth like that. It's like LeBron James era is no, is no. during the era of Kobe as well. No, I, no, <laughs> no. LeBron no. James era is not during Kobe's era. No, not at <laughs> like, all. Like man, like dude, like <laughs> no, it's not. He was in he he was in basketball at that time, but that is not LeBron James's era. Like bro, like LeBron no, James no. era don't start till he win the championship. It don't start till <laughs> that's man. not fair. It's <laughs> facts. That's yeah. not no man. No, LeBron it don't start till James, Miami. Era started. When did he go to the league? It don't in start when he gets to the league. Three, two thousand three. So his <laughs> era, was, from twenty two thousand three. His era probably was like oh eight. Like nah. he was, it, it, like bro, they share it, man. No, they don't. Like Kobe was on his. Kobe was still winning his championships. You yes, knew it was Kobe's league. Exactly. But That's then you got, you got LeBron James here too. Yeah, but he's not there the, controlling yet. Controlling things, yeah, man. You're not there. 
That's why he's not controlling. Bro, he, they okay. never played each other okay. in the finals. We just, we just going to disagree. They never played each other in the finals. They never played each other. That's, that's absolutely that's why, correct. That's why Drake and Kendrick Air does does not is not coincide. I'm so, not gonna I'm uh, not gonna agree without with y'all, that. So. Without that further ado, <laughs> I leave with the final question of the day, of the night. Um, if it is, and for all the fan fans of the show, everybody listening, I want y'all to answer this too. If we are not in a Drake's era, then who era is it? Tommy's. Uh, <laughs> I'm coming out with a diss record. I'm dissing y'all niggas. Okay. <laughs> Got beef now. This is a bitch ass nigga Greg always disagreeing with me. He want to be the devil because devil's advocate shit. I'm just being honest. I, I, I'm in agreement with with no with man. G. I love you but, guys, man. I um, love the the great discussion that we always have, man. I love that we can disagree and agree. And uh, still, at the end of the day, we break bread with each other. So I definitely appreciate you guys with this uh, discussion about Drake's era. I don't know what we came up with, but I still believe Drake got some more to prove. Um, Kendrick got some more to prove. Um, Greg is like, no. So it, <laughs> so we just we just here. We want to hear what y'all got to say. Steve is just like, and I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I think I sound like I agree with G. <laughs> I think, like I'm just saying, G got a point though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh, once again, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Giggers podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the channel um, at Three Out Media studios on youtube um you can follow the podcast on instagram and facebook at speaker Geekers podcast um you can follow us on instagram me at i am tommy t the third um you got steve at the great steve o steve and you got g at instantly underscore g that's all on instagram um yeah man y'all got anything i feel like i always feel like i'm missing something but um, what you got? Nothing. I know G G, you got anything? Any last final words of the episode? All I got to say is that this is no longer the Drake era. <laughs> <laughs> it's on its way out, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve, uh, what you got, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, it's nothing more to say. I, I think you did it right the nail on the head. He, he has the last word for the day. There it is, it man. It is not true. Yeah, I think we agree with Charlotte. <laughs> so, Y'all so funny, man. I'm out, man. Peace. Peace.